Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV. Today's brand new episode is going to be about a different world. A different world, of course, was a spinoff of The Cosby Show, which made its debut back in September of 1987 and ran until June 1993. A Different World was a sitcom that really initially started talking about or depicting the college experience of Denise Huxtable, who, of course, was the second child of the Huxtable family on The Cosby Show. Lisa Poney, as we know, portrayed Denise and it was decided by Bill Cosby and the producers, as well as the network, NBC, to do a spinoff of The Cosby Show about Hillman, which was the alma mater of Claring Cliff Huxtable. Now, the initial plan was to show a white student attending an HBCU and their experiences. Now, for those of you who do not know what HBCU means, it stands for Historically Black College or University. So that was the initial plan with A Different World, and Meg Ryan was to be the star of the show. However, somewhere down the line, Meg Ryan pulled out of the project because she wanted to focus on having a movie career. She didn't want to be tied into a weekly sitcom. So instead of replacing her and keeping that premise going, the producers and Cosby decided that they would retool the spinoff and that they would focus on Denise Huxtable's experience in college that the show would revolve around that character. Well, Denise was my favorite character on The Cosby Show. Still is. Denise, the thought of Denise being in college and seeing her experiences on a weekly basis was very exciting to me. I was so happy that they were going to have a show about Denise and they were going to show her in college and college life. I couldn't wait for the show to make its debut. Well, A Different World definitely had its ups and downs and its challenges in the very beginning before it even made its debut in in the fall of 1987. For one thing, A Different World had a completely different cast in the very beginning. You had, of course, um, Lisa Bonet, Dawn Lewis as Jaleesa Vinson, Marissa Tomei as Maggie Lawton. They were all on the show from the very beginning. But you had Ted Ross and Verne Watson also with leading roles in the series. And then you had, uh, I believe her name was Phyllis Stickley. She too had a major role in the series. Um, Ted Ross portrayed, I believe, one of the deans. He was in the second episode of A Different World. And after that, you no longer saw him. Verne Watson portrayed Carla, who was shown further down in season one in an episode. I think she might have been in the episode when Theo visited Denise. But the producers, the network, they didn't like the the cast, the format. Cosby didn't care for it either. So they decided to scratch all of that. Of course, keep Denise, Jalisa, and Maggie, but bring in some new characters. And those new characters were Dwayne Wayne, portrayed by Kadeem Hardison, and Whitley Gilbert, portrayed by Jasmine Guy. 
So that became the new cast of A Different World. And those were the ones that you saw. Those were the, That was the cast that you saw when the first episode aired in September of 1987. Now, Different World was a hit from the very beginning. A lot of people have dismissed A Different World over the years. They pretty much didn't consider it to be a hit, a legitimate, bona fide hit on its own. They attributed the success of the show because it followed the Cosby show and it preceded Cheers. They didn't look at anything about the show individually. They solely attributed its success to where it was on the schedule, which I disagree with. I mean, yes, it was in a great time slot, but a different world definitely held its own and more on that later. So anyway, if you look at the first season of A Different World, you will notice that episodes, the lighting is darker, and then all of a sudden it's brighter. Well, the reason why there's some differences, all of a sudden, you know, the hair might look different. Um, I know that there is an episode where it was when Denise joined the track team. In some of the scenes, Maggie's hair is shorter. And in like another scene, Maggie's hair is longer. Well, the reason for that is the producers, the director, those behind the scenes spliced episodes together. They took footage from when Ted Ross and Vernay Watson and Phyllis Stickley were in the cast. They took footage from that period and mixed it with after they had Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy join the show. So next time you watch season one of A Different World, make sure that you look for those differences and you'll see what I'm talking about. A Different World, of course, very popular. It was the second highest rated show in the country. It finished out the 1987-88 season as the second highest rated show on TV. It also won the People's Choice Award for Best New Show. So when people get really critical about how, oh, the only reason why it was so popular is because of its time slot, well, I disagree with that because the People's Choice Award is an award that comes directly from the people, from the viewers. And had the show not been so beloved, I don't think it would have won that award. I don't think the time slot would have garnered them that particular honor. I was in high school when a different world made its debut. I was a junior in high school. Everyone in school loved a different world. Everybody did. It was the most popular show on TV, even more so than the Cosby show amongst those of us who were in high school. For one thing, A Different World was about college, and a lot of us were not too far from college. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, like Denise, liked all the rest of the characters, loved Wayne Wayne, loved his flip glasses, loved Whitley, although she could be very annoying. But uh, so it was extremely well-liked and well-beloved. So I, I can attest to the fact that from the very beginning, A Different World had a very loyal following. Now, the show was not without conflict in its first season. Lisa Bonet, not the easiest person to work with. She was very defiant, very independent, very stubborn. Definitely clashed with Bill Cosby on a regular basis, which is one reason why they gave her her own spinoff. 
because she was very difficult to deal with on The Cosby Show. She was very rebellious. She was showing up late all the time. She would talk back. She was very argumentative. She would not show up at all. And so as popular as the character was and the actress, she was not easy to deal with behind the scenes. So Bill Cosby figured that maybe if she had her own show, she'd kind of straighten up. Of course, Lisa Bonet also had these same attributes on a different world. Now, she did connect better, from what I understand, with the cast than she did over in The Cosby Show. I mean, not that she got along poorly with the cast, it's Bill Cosby that she got along with poorly. But on a different world, she seemed to connect really well with her fellow co-stars. She was, I did read at the time, not sure if it's true or not, but I remember reading that she was a little bit jealous that Jasmine Guy was getting more fan mail than she was. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I remember reading back in 1988. Lisa did clash with Ann Betts, who was the original producer of the show. She was the producer that was brought in pretty early on. Now, Ann Betts wrote for SNL for the first five years. She also produced Square Pegs in the early 80s over on CBS. So she was the one who was the producer of A Different World in its first season. Now, according to what I also have read and heard, Anne Betts and Lisa Bonet did not get along very well. Don't know why that was, but they definitely clashed. I think that Lisa Bonet just had issues with any kind of authority. That's what I'm getting from it. Um, but you know, again, they didn't got that did not get along very well. Again, she would you know she would back talk and she was argumentative and she was defiant. She was still late, you know, still doing a lot of the same stuff she's doing on the Cosby Show. But um, you know, she finished out the first season of Different World, and we assumed that she would be back for the second season. Now, the first season of Different World. Very lighthearted, I must say. I love the first season. For one thing, the first season of A Different World was very identical to my own life at the time. Because I had two girlfriends that I met in junior high who looked and behaved almost identical to Jalisa and Maggie. No joke. I myself looked a lot like Denise, behaved a lot like Denise. And I had another very good friend that I met in high school who looked a lot like Dwayne Wayne. All true. So when I would watch A Different World back then, I was watching my own life being depicted. The only difference was we were all in high school, they were all in college. But it was the exact same scenario, pretty much, which still to this day is mind boggling to me. And on a personal note, I'm still in touch with my Maggie and my Dwayne after all of these years. Unfortunately, uh, my Jalisa and I lost touch somewhere back in the 90s, but I still think of her from time to time. Certainly when I think about a different world, I think about her. But anyway, um, a different world... The first season, like I said, it was very 
lighthearted, uh, not a lot of serious episodes. There were some good episodes, like the episode when Clara came to visit Denise and she really put her foot down with her. It was time for her to take college more seriously, that she had to go get a job and start to pay for her education, to start to contribute to it financially. Um, there was the episode when Whitley's father remarried. It was the Christmas episode. Whitley's dad remarried and he brought her new stepmother to visit uh, visit Hillman and Whitley with him. And Whitley, of course, really having a hard time with that, really struggling with the fact of having a new stepmother, especially a stepmother so very young. So that was a good episode. And of course, I love the rapport between uh, Jalisa, Denise, and Maggie, who were all roommates. Uh, like the way that they all clashed with Whitley. Love the way that Dwayne was in love, madly in love with Denise. Love the additions later on of Walter and Ron and Millie. And then also you had Stevie in the beginning and her little boy, uh, JT. And then Stevie left to get married and then she was replaced by Letty. So the first season, Different World, I am still very fond of, still love it. It was not as serious as the latter seasons, of course. It really didn't feel like an HBCU, an authentic HBCU, but I still love season one. Um... But by the end of season one, Lisa Bonet, of course, was a married woman. She married Lenny Kravitz. And by the time for season two to be in production, Lisa Bonet was pregnant. Now, Bill Cosby, not at all happy about his star of a different world being pregnant. Bill Cosby, very possessive of his Cosby show TV family, particularly the women. When Felicia Rashad, who portrayed Claire, got pregnant, Bill Cosby, not happy about it. He even blamed Felicia's husband at the time, Ahmad Rashad, for trying to basically sabotage his show, which was ridiculous. I mean, this was a married, grown adult woman, and you're upset because she gets pregnant. Same thing with Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet was an adult. She was a grown woman. She was married. She got pregnant. And he did not take either of those scenarios very well at all. Um, that's why the pregnancy of uh, Felicia Rashad was never written into the show. Because he was against it and he was not going to have that be a part of the Cosby show. So that's why you saw Claire in bed a lot. Or she just was not there. She's off on a trip or somewhere, off at a conference, off at some lawyer's convention, or else she was hiding behind bags or behind pillows because he, you know, wanted to make sure that the pregnancy was concealed. Well, when he found out that Lisa Bonet was pregnant, he decided to remove her from a different world, bring her back to the Cosby show temporarily, and then she was written out of the Cosby show. Now, Debbie Allen was brought in to replace Ann Betts as producer. Bill Cosby wanted the show to be more like a real HBCU. Now, I must give Ann Betts her props for bringing in the characters of Whitley and Dwayne. Those were her creations. So I have to give her props for that. However, she didn't really know what an HBCU was like or what college life was like on a black college or university. Not because she was a white woman, 
because my uncle taught at an HBCU and he had white colleagues. So it's not because of the fact that she was a white woman is the fact that she just didn't experience an HBCU firsthand like Debbie Allen did. H- Debbie Allen went to Howard. So she knew about what black college life was all about. And she knew how to bring that experience into the show, which she did very, very well. Um, now, she had plans to keep Lisa Bonet on the show. She had the idea of letting Denise become pregnant as well. Like Lisa Bonet was pregnant, she wanted Denise to become pregnant, and she wanted to write into the show of what it was like for an upper middle class single girl to be pregnant in college, which would have been a very compelling storyline. I would have loved to see how Cliff and Claire would have handled Denise becoming pregnant. But unfortunately, Bill Cosby thought about the idea for a little bit. About two weeks later, he told Debbie that it was a no and he was going to bring Lisa back to the Cosby show. He did not want Denise Huxwell to be pregnant because Bill Cosby was very serious about making sure that the Cosby show had a very squeaky, clean image. He wanted to make sure that nothing tainted that. And it often came across as a little bit unrealistic. But that's for another episode for another day when I focus on the Cosby show specifically. So anyway, that's why she went back to the Cosby show. She dropped out of Hillman. Denise dropped out of Hillman. And then she ended up going over to Africa. And that's where she, of course, met Martin. And they came back to the Cosby show. They returned in the fall of 1989. Denise was married to Martin. And they were back. They moved in, of course, with Cliff and Claire and the rest of the family. And they had, you know, Martin's little girl, Olivia, with them. And that's how that all turned out to be. But Debbie Allen, very disappointed that she couldn't keep Lisa Bonet. She really liked Lisa Bonet. I think they would have worked very well together, as a matter of fact. I think they would have been great together on a different world. She also wanted to keep Marissa Tomei. Now, for years, I thought that Debbie Allen fired Marissa Tomei. But Debbie Allen wanted to keep her, I found out about a year ago. She wanted to take the character of Maggie and to show what it was like for a white character to attend an HBCU. The challenges of it, because in the first season, Maggie had, I mean, Maggie was just a regular student, but Debbie Ellen wanted to take it to a different level. She wanted to show some opposition to Maggie being at Hillman. Not all the time, not it being an ongoing issue, but from time to time, Debbie Allen wanted to show some of the negativity that a white student would face in a scenario like that. For example, she wanted, um, this would have been a great episode, by the way, great storyline. She wanted Dwayne to take Maggie home with him for the holidays and for there to be outrage amongst his family. You got that white girl here, you know, blah, blah, blah. That would have been a great storyline. And she had other ideas planned as well, very similar to that. But unfortunately, Bill Cosby decided to fire Marissa Tomei, which she was devastated by when she found out that she was let go from the show. Now, of course, she went on to have an amazing career as a film actress, which was great for her, but she would have had that later anyway. She could have had that later on down the road. I would have loved to have seen Denise and Maggie stay and to have seen what Debbie Allen would have done with those characters. 
because she definitely did a lot with the other characters. She did a lot with Jaleesa. She did a lot with uh, Dwayne. And she definitely did a lot with Whitley. She made Whitley grow up. Whitley was still spoiled and entitled and arrogant, conceited, still the Scarlet O'Hara of Hillman. But Whitley also did a lot of growing up and maturing and became a more likable character as time progressed. So Debbie Allen came in, did a really good job. One of the, the, the two things that she wanted done when she first got there and took over was she wanted all the weave gone. She wanted all the weave gone off a different world. She wanted any actresses wearing weave on the show. She wanted everything to be natural and authentic. And then number two, she wanted hot sauce on the tables in the pit. Because as you know, the pit was where everybody hung out, everybody ate, did homework, socialized. And she also brought Mr. Gaines to be the owner of the pit. There was no one who owned the pit. There was no supervisor of the pit in season one. But she brought Mr. Gaines into the picture, which was a great idea. I loved Mr. Gaines. He was a wonderful addition to a different world. And speaking of additions, she also brought in Colonel Taylor. She brought in, to replace Denise and Maggie, she brought in Kim and Freddie. And she continued to bring in other characters throughout the run of the show. You know, she was always bringing in new characters. She brought in Gina. Later on down the road, she brought in Lena. And, you know, she brought in Colonel Taylor's daughter. And then she brought in Colonel Taylor's son, Terrence. And so she was very good at bringing in new characters. The show never was stagnant in any kind of way. She always had fresh faces coming into the picture. So season two, A Different World, still a top 10 show, still in the top five, finished off the 1988-89 season at number four. The storylines definitely were more controversial, more adult themed. For example, there was an episode when Kim thought that she was pregnant by her boyfriend. There was the episode when Freddie was almost date raped. There was the episode when um, Jaleesa almost went back to her ex-husband. So there were some, there were still funny episodes, lighthearted episodes, kind of like season one. You still had some of those type of episodes in there, but you had a lot of episodes going forward that were very, very serious, like the AIDS episode where it was revealed that one of the students on campus portrayed by, um, what's that girl's name? Tisha Martin, I believe. No, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. Uh, she, uh, her name was Josie, and she. it was revealed that she had AIDS. Whoopi Goldberg was in the episode. Very, very powerful. Now, according to Jasmine Guy, NBC gave them a lot of pushback about doing that episode. NBC was not very supportive of a different world. The only reason why it got the support that it did was because of Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, of course, had a lot of clout. He was someone that they were kind of afraid of. He was someone who was very revered within not only the network, but within entertainment. So Bill Cosby flew to L.A. and really put his foot down about doing the AIDS episode, and that's why they did it. But according to Jasmine Guy, whenever they want to do any kind of a serious episode, NBC was not supportive. NBC was not very supportive of a different world whatsoever. It was just on because, again, of Bill Cosby. And the only reason why I got any support at all was because of its uh, its connection to the Cosby show and because of Bill Cosby. But a different world, not very respected, not very appreciated, not 
definitely one of the network's favorite shows. It was treated pretty much like a stepchild within the network. Um, but there were some very good episodes. You had the episode where Gina was being abused by her boyfriend, physically abused by her boyfriend. You had the episode where Whitley was targeted in the shopping mall. It was one of those shopping mall black incidents that happened. You had the episode where Ron and Dwayne were temporarily put in jail um, at another school's campus. They were put in, they were, there was an altercation, a racial altercation. These three racist white guys spray painted Ron's car and it led to a fight and they were all put in jail. Very, very powerful episode. That was in, I believe, season five. Very powerful. So a different world really went in a different direction under the um, helm of um, Debbie Allen. And I got to tell you, it also caused the enrollment among HBCUs to significantly climb nationwide. My sister went to an HBCU and she told me that it was exactly like a different world, which is one reason why she wanted to go because she wanted her own different, a different world experience. And she had that in college. To this very day, that was my sister's favorite time in school was college. And it was because she decided to go to a school like Hillman. Um, a different world, again, very popular, stayed very successful in the ratings. Um, definitely a fan favorite. I love watching it every Thursday night. But by 1982, 1992, I'm sorry about that. Um, by 1992, The Cosby Show had ended its eight-year run. And A Different World was the lead-in show on Thursday nights, beginning that fall. All of a sudden, The Cosby Show was gone, and NBC really began to kind of show out in a negative way in regard to a different world like never before because the coffee show was no longer the lead-in show it was no longer there as the parent show so they decided to allegedly because of poor ratings they decided to pull a different world from the lineup a few months later into the fall of 1992 all of a sudden it just disappeared I didn't understand it. We didn't understand what was going on with it, why it was pulled. And that's because the network was just kind of waiting for a reason to just get rid of it, to be honest with you. They didn't see a TV show about a black college as being viable. I'm just keeping it real. They just didn't see where that was very interesting. They didn't see the value of that show. As with the Cosby Show gone, they figure, well, hey, well, we can do whatever we want to now. And that's why they decided to pull it. There are TV shows, episodes rather, of A Different World in the final season that were never shown on NBC. They are shown in syndication. They are available, I think, the entire series of A Different Worlds on DVD, but I'm not sure. I know season one is. My sister has season one, but I don't know if the entire series is available. That's something that definitely deserves some research. That is something I would definitely recommend checking Amazon for or just going to Google because I'm not sure. It should be. I would hope that it would be. It would be a shame if it were not available on DVD, the entire series. But there are episodes that solely are in syndication alone that were never shown on NBC. 
NBC did bring a different world back, but only for the series finale, which I believe I might have the date wrong. I think the date was June 1st, 1993, when the series finale took place. In the series finale, of course, Dwayne and Whitley, Whitley's pregnant, and Dwayne, of course, who, I mean, really did a lot of growing in the course of this show. Dwayne became a very, Dwayne started off as really goofy, really comical, uh, you know, really much of a, of a clown, but he grew into a very talented, smart, ambitious uh, computer exec. And so he got a really good job over in Japan, in Tokyo. So he and Whitley moved to Japan. And also in this season, series rather finale, Kim, who was in medical school, became engaged to her lab partner, Spencer. Freddie and Ron, by that time, had become a couple, which that was really a surprise because Freddie and Ron were, uh, you know, they didn't get along very well at one point, and all of a sudden, um, you know, they were a couple. Freddie also went under through a lot of changes within the show. Freddie started off as being your typical hippie. She was like somebody out of 1969 out of Woodstock. All of a sudden, Freddie decides to go to law school, and she becomes much more mature. And so she and Ron became a couple and, you know, they were together. And um, Jaleesa had left the show by this point. She left after the fifth season. They still talked about Jaleesa like she was still there, but you never saw her. Jaleesa ended up, um, she was involved with Walter, who was portrayed by Sinbad. They broke up and Walter left the show after season four. And then Jaleesa got involved with Colonel Taylor and they got married and they had a baby. And then Don Lewis left a different world to go over and do Hanging with Mr. Cooper on ABC. So um, in the series finale, though, there was a really big, uh, big fight between Dwayne and Ron, who had been the best of friends since season one. Did not like that, the way that that went. I didn't like the way that Dwayne just really um, was so nasty to Ron. You know, he basically, because Ron, Ron was, was, was one of those college students who was, he was the least focused. He was probably uh, like Denise. Denise was not focused at all when it came to college, when neither was Ron. They were definitely kindred spirits. Ron had not graduated. Ron would go from job to job. Ron tried to, you know, manage a band. Ron was all over the place. You know, he was running around. He had, you know, he was running around with different women. He and Kim were involved for a while. Then they broke up. Then he hooked up with Freddie. So Ron was very inconsistent, which was a very realistic portrayal because lots of college students are like that. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they want to do. They're just kind of floundering around. That's where Ron was. Dwayne, on the other hand, was a married man. He married the almighty, gorgeous Whitley Gilbert. Dwayne had graduated. Dwayne was moving forward with his career. Dwayne was really, you know, on point. He had his stuff together and he you know, pretty much just was telling Ron about how he did not have his stuff together, you know, um, and it was just really nasty the way that Dwayne talked to him. And of course, the two had a falling out, but they made up, of course, before the episode ended. But I just didn't like the way that they took that. I thought that was really negative. It put a sour note on the finale and honestly I think a different world could have lasted at least another season there were so many other storylines that they could have done they did a lot I mean Freddie um 
not Freddie, Freddie's cousin, um, you know, because Freddie was, of course, biracial. Freddie's mom was white. Her dad was black. Freddie's cousin Matthew and Kim were involved for a while. So there was an interracial relationship on a different world. Um, you had the episode where Whitley and Dwayne went on their honeymoon. They were caught right in the middle of the L.A. Watts in 1992. There were so many other episodes that they could have done. They did a lot. I mean, there was the episode when Whitley found out that her family owned slaves and she had to deal with that. Um, there was the episode where Kim's dad had a heart attack. There were, like I said, so many, uh, really good, like I said, themes within that show. There was the episode when Colonel Taylor was going to join an all white country club, but his son Terrence was very opposed to it because he thought that they were using Colonel Taylor just to be a token. So in the end, Colonel Taylor did not join the country club. So, I mean, but they could have had more episodes i think that a different world could have lasted for at least another season if not two but it just didn't have the support of the network and that was very problematic it had the support of the people but it didn't have the support of nbc which is very 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 sad and even today a different world still has a very loyal following but it's one of those tv shows that is not it just doesn't get the respect or the appreciation that it deserves it's forgotten in a way by mainstream tv a different world is just not included it's like knots landing knots landing is another one of those tv shows it's my, it's my sister's favorite show and i loved it too i watched it the whole 14 years it was on but when it comes to tv history knots landing is like a different world no one remembers it no one thinks of it i mean yes you have your loyal fan base but I'm talking about when it comes to TV history. Like, for example, um, there is a Facebook page. I've mentioned it before. It's called The History of American Television. Well, I'm not knocking the page, but I'm kind of using that as an example. When you look at maybe Facebook pages like that, or let's say that there's a list done off, done from, I don't know, Time Magazine, maybe CNN is doing a special or whatever. A different world is overlooked, just like Knott's Landing is overlooked, just like the Jeffersons is overlooked, just like Girlfriends is overlooked. That's why I wanted to do, one reason why I wanted to do a podcast specifically about classic TV. Because I wanted to include those TV shows that are overlooked. Archie Bunker's Place is overlooked. I mean, I'm not going to name the TV shows. They get all the attention of some of those TV shows I like myself. But there are a lot of them out there that are just forgotten. They do, they're never mentioned. And I wanted to do, I wanted to change that. I mean, first of all, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. Those are my favorite things to do is to watch TV. And I watched a lot of it growing up. That's the first reason why I wanted to do this podcast. But the second reason was to, to give attention and focus on shows like A Different World. Because A Different World was a groundbreaking show. Some of the stereotypes, not stereotypes, some of the storylines, they were not solely about black college life. A lot of the storylines in A Different World, kids experience who go to white colleges kids experience who don't go to college at all so why a different world is so overlooked and why it's been so forgotten i don't understand but it's very unfortunate and it really makes me furious to be honest
So that's why I am so thankful I have my own venue, my own podcast where I can pay homage to shows like A Different World. It's a privilege and an honor and a thrill and a joy to be able to do that. So, uh, yeah, a different world. They've had some reunions, none on screen. Well, what I mean by, okay, they, they did one with Oprah. They did one, I think, with Steve Harvey. They did one privately. Uh, but I'm talking about they have not, like, I'd love to see them do not a reboot, not with all brand new people. I would love to see them come back and show where are Whitley and Dwayne? Are they still married? How many kids do they have? Um, I would love to see what happened to everybody else. What happened to Jaleesa? What happened to Freddie, Walter, Kim, even what happened to Denise and Maggie? You know, I would love to see that happen. What happened to everybody? Where are they now? What are they up to? What are they doing? And everyone is still around. So, I mean, they still have the opportunity where they can do that. So, uh, hopefully, sooner or later, that will happen. In this day and age of reboots, this would be the perfect time to do that. But yeah, I love watching A Different World. It was a lot of fun. I haven't seen it lately. I think it still comes on TV One. But of course, I got rid of my cable, so I can't get TV One. I don't know if there are full episodes on YouTube or not. I'm not sure. I need to check on that. I know that some of the reunions that they have done are on YouTube, like the one they did with Oprah. That's on YouTube. There's also a great documentary about a couple of great documentaries about different world on YouTube. There's a great, you have to Google this, of course. There's a great article that they did with Vanity Fair a few years ago about different world. Wonderful, wonderful article. Please go Google that and read it. It's, 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 it's wonderful. Um, there also was an unsung done about a different world on TV one a few years ago. That's on YouTube, I think. Go check that out. So there's still things that you can check out in regard to a different world. I would love to be able to see it again. I haven't seen it in, oh, it's been some years since I've watched it, but I would love to see it again because it is definitely a TV show that has a very special place in my heart. And again, I'm so happy I could do an episode about it and share my thoughts and my feelings, you know, publicly about what that show has meant, not only to me and my family, but to so many people. And again, expect more episodes like this. Of course, I'm going to focus on, you know, the big TV shows that are still talked about and reverenced and acknowledged today when it comes to TV history and classic TV through the years. But expect those TV shows that no one talks about or thinks about to be featured as well. I enjoy doing a mixture of them both. So expect those to continue. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters and a TV as we focused on a different world. By the way, the theme song changed three times. Season one, the theme song was performed by Phoebe Snow. Season two to season five was performed by Aretha Franklin. And interestingly enough, her ex-husband, Glenn Turman, um, portrayed Colonel Taylor on the show. And in season six, it was done one more time by Boys to Men. Which theme is your favorite? Well, I like all three. 
I think most people go for the Aretha Franklin version from the comments that I read on YouTube videos, but I like all three. I think all three are very unique in their own way. They kind of fit the changes in the show. The Phoebe show, the Phoebe Snow version really fits season one, the tone of season one. Um, Aretha Franklin really fit the growth of the show in seasons two, uh, seasons two through five. And Boys to Men fit season six very well, where you saw even more new faces join the Hillman crew. And, you know, you, you saw Dwayne teaching at Hillman and, 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 you know, Freddie, like I said, making changes and Kim and, you know, being in med school, you know, it fits season six very well, the boys to men version. So I think each version is perfect in its own right, in its own way. But uh, yeah, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, I'm sure there's some episodes that I would, I for, I've forgotten about mentioning that I would love to have mentioned. But um, I will say again that A Different World really did put Black college life on the map. And, you know, I think that that was a very good thing. I think that it was really a wonderful idea from the very beginning to show the world of Black college life and to give HBCUs a platform, the exposure that they'd never had before. So a different world, definitely, despite those who dismiss it and who ignore it, still has a very significant place within TV history. And on that note, I'm going to close out the episode. And until I'm back with a brand new one, I'll see you next time.